live. Hello and good morning. Welcome to the Pete Brayley Show. I'm Pete Brayley. This is my son, the co-host, the executive producer, executive director, great guy, funny as heck on those clips, huh? It's my son, Matt. It's almost like he makes the clips, you know? It's almost like he yeah. edits them perfectly because, to be that funny. Yeah, I, yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. The it one is. you put up yesterday, though, about uh, living with two old folks, mm. and thanking your siblings for that opportunity. Yes, yes. That that just blew up. I mean, was it one of our neighbors said, Matt is so funny. Emphasis on so. You want to know why? It's because I was speaking from the heart, and it was all 100% true. Is that, I think that's why that it really it? resonated with people. Yeah. Yes, okay. that's what I think it was. Val also said, welcome to my world. Yeah. She has yeah. Her, takes care of her parents. So yeah. if you ever need someone to uh, you know, commiserate Val, with. Val, let's go get a drink. Yeah, I guess yes. you could call Val. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Good morning. Yes, it is Friday, and uh, I know it's not too funky for Funky Shirt Friday. I would think it's it's um the bare minimum of funky to make it a funky shirt. So I think okay. you've just you've just crossed the threshold of funky funkiness. It's, it's one of my faves, yes. and I realized I hadn't worn it yet. Although Gail can look it up for us, right? Because she did it last time. Uh, n- no, but you wore that to my graduation. I did, and, and the reason I remember that is because when I was sitting in the seats, I was trying to remember what everyone was wearing so I could look. And Find you're us. the only person I was like, "Dad's wearing this weird shirt with like stripes." I was like, "It's not like a striped shirt, but there's stripes." I remember that, and so and that's how you found us. In no, the stands? that didn't help me at all. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. No, I could okay. not find you until Doug called me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only way we found Cat, this was their graduation at Gillette Stadium. You know, so we're sitting up in the. Uh, it was at the 100 section, I think we were. Anyway, we're quite a ways away. The only way we could see Kat was somebody figured out that her friend was sitting next to her, and her friend had yellow shoes. Yes, bright, bright yellow. So when they walked in, it was like, find the shoes. To the left is Cat. Yeah. Okay. It was like safety yellow. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was. All right, some odds and ends on this Friday. Before we get started, um, Diane is not with us right now. Why is that? They're in Phoenix, Arizona, and she said, uh, I won't be listening live at 5 a.m. here. You know, where's the dedication is um, <laughs> is what I have to say. She did say, good thing I can listen to the podcast during the five-hour drive to San Diego. Yes, I upload all the shows to podcast. Yeah. Feel free to listen or just click just to run up the numbers, you know, yeah. whatever you want. Anyone uh, driving this weekend, feel free, pull one up. We help the time go by. But uh, for those of you that don't know, Diane's on a cross-country drive with her son, who is whose name escapes me right now for some reason. Nate. Thank you. Uh, she is driving to San Diego with Nate because he's moving there. And yes. he's got a job out there and everything, and that sounds good. I wonder if it's one of those trips where you do it and you never do it again. I like would think so. you never drive cross-country again after this. I mean... But they are stopping. Yeah, they so, I mean, that must be nice. The sightseeing of it must be nice. So they might be finding... You know, places where they want to come back and visit again. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I cannot get to Dana's post here for some reason. I won't go. But Dana, what'd you say, Dana? He found a double white line. Uh, Dana. Where? It was in a rotary. A double white line in a rotary. You yeah. know, that makes sense. He might have said where, but I can't pull that up. That really the, makes sense. For Let some reason, I, I can can't pull it up. You move on. Let me see. It was, on the, it was on the show page, but... We were talking uh, earlier this week about the well. We he found his driver's manual, so we were flipping through it to see how many rules we still follow, and what are some of the rules, you know, for some folks that uh, that don't know the the four way stop still gets me. 
Yeah, it, that's that's where people struggle. It's the whoever most. got there first, or the guy in the right. I, I, how come I can remember that? That and merging. People. And according to him, I'm old. Well, you know, I was thinking about this as I rewatched the clip yesterday. Because a lot of people always bash on me when I call you old. To me, they are you are me. to me are you not old? In my point of reference, would you not be old? You know would, who's salty about so. it. You know who's salty about who's it. Who's salty about other it? old people? <laughs> and you know, I love I I if if you want to quote me from the show, I said yesterday, I love old people. You guys are so cute. That is, that is a direct quote. So I'm not only talking crap about yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, just a little bit of crap. Well, a lot of bit of love. You know. If you think about it, back when we were young, and I know that's so far back that you think we can't remember. Yeah. But back when we were young and in our 20s, mm-hmm. w- w- didn't we think 60-year-olds were old? Right. I mean, he's got so, a full gray beard over there. Yeah, I should. What know. else am I supposed to? Also, I know that he's not like 90. I mean, I would say 50% of it's a joke. 50% of it, you actually seem old to me. <laughs> and and for all of you that get hurt about like, I'm not old health-wise and age-wise. No, you're not. But the way you act sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's before, that'll be my end of the rant. Before you dig your hole any deeper, <laughs> yes. Uh, One thing I do need to realize is my people are not the people watching this show. And uh, by the way, well, hope to grow that. You know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, by the way, uh, yesterday I did go to YouTube, and I did figure out the Galaxy earbuds. Yep. In. Two minutes. I walked down the stairs. So, he said, hey, I figured out the earbuds. I said, hey, what'd you do? He said, YouTube. I said, screw you. And I <laughs> walked away. So I, I I, do have to say, and let's get this on camera. Yeah. You were right. Uh, what was that? You were right. I think that might cut out. You were right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. Perfect. And in case anyone's wondering, um, it was a simple fix. I was trying to pair my iPhone to Galaxy earbuds that my daughter uh, gave me. And I could not get my phone to, to it, it would not recognize my phone. Yep. It is hooked up to my iPad. So what one of the videos told me was, if it's hooked up to any device, turn that device off. So I tur- uh, once I turned the Bluetooth off on this, mm-hmm. the phone found it, or it found the phone. So, You know, I'm proud of you. You are? Yes. Could you say that louder, please? <laughs> it's not as good as me being right. Oh, okay. I'm proud of you for, for you know, no longer being stupid. Oh, well, thank you. For five minutes. <laughs> yeah. We'll see We'll see if you continue this streak. Hey, and one other note here from the uh, odds and ends department before we get into today. Uh, yesterday, I, you know, typical routine, you know, I checked different social medias and stuff. So I went to my Twitter page, my personal Twitter page yesterday which is at Pete Bradley. It's not private. And I had a little notification. And, you know, you have to check out when it says one. Yes. Oh, what's my notification? Mm -hmm. The Newton Area Flag Football League started following me yesterday on Twitter. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say they're trying to recruit you. That's what I think it is. (laughs) I don't think. When have I been to Newton? I think they need a they need a running back. Wait, what if I played? Could this body play flag football? I don't know. There is one really stupid marketing technique where you just follow a bunch of random people and hope so, that they follow you back. Yeah. yeah. So, or either that, or maybe they saw journalism or something. They said, oh, he'll read about a leak. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I just thought it was. I'm like, what? Who? Where? I think you should just 
you know, take it as a compliment. They think that you're good enough to compete. Oh, okay. And uh, you should just roll with it. I will. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, today is, fr- we haven't uh, really dealt with this yet. Today is Friday the 13th. Dun, dun, dun. Does it bother you? Uh, Does it bother you at all? No. If you didn't tell me, I probably would have forgotten about yeah. it. If you uh, if you are afraid of Friday the 13th, you suffer from Triskaidekaphobia, which oh. is something you learn once and then it just stays with you forever. Yeah, you know? I guess. Triskaidekaphobia. See, I don't know. The th- I feel like there's no there's no win-win here. If you don't believe in Friday the 13th, everyone's like, oh, watch out. Oh, how can yes. you not believe? But if you do believe, everyone's like, wow, I was such a scaredy cat. Yeah. So I just sit in the middle, you know. My brother was born on May 13th, and he used to always like it if it was a Friday the 13th. He, he felt extra special if it was a Friday the 13th. Interesting. So, yeah. Was the day he was born a Friday the 13th? Don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is National Filet Mignon Day. Shall we celebrate that? Uh, sure. Filet mignon is French for cute filet or dainty filet. Dainty. Dainty. Since the filet mignon comes from the most tender portion of the tenderloin, it is one of the most prized cuts of beef and most expensive cuts of beef. Yes, yes. yes. International Left-Handers Day. Yay for your mom. And half part-time me. Yes. But that probably doesn't count. It's Left-handed probably, batter. I feel like when, when they mention left-handers, it's probably more so writing. writing. Yeah. yeah. So. Approximately 10% of the population are left-handed, and scientists don't know why a person develops left-handedness. They haven't figured out. I mean, what makes me right-handed and my wife left-handed? They don't know. It's more likely that a child will be left-handed if one parent is a lefty, too. However, all four of you are right-handed. Yeah, and the only things I'm left-handed in, mom's the opposite. She's right-handed in those things. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's weird. I think I think what it was is I saw Trish, and I was like, you know what? I want to be the exact opposite of Trish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Trish. Parent- My name's not Trish. I'm sorry I stepped on it. That's all right. Parents of left-handed children used to force them to use their right hands. Your mom's grandmother was like that. Her par- like, she was left-handed, and her parents like tied her hand behind her back so she would have to write. And she had horrible penmanship. That's like right-hand supremacist. I guess. I will well, say, though, I mean, you, you have a better chance of pitching in the MLB if you're a left-hander. I mean, that's true. It's just a little bit more unique. It just gives you a little bit more of an yep. advantage. Yep. Plus, I think it's harder to hit left-handers, so. Yeah, because it's coming so at you from the other. So let's praise the left-handers. Yeah. Don't try and change them. The pro- they, they used to think it was uh, a mark of evil. Oh, my God. If you're left-handed, you're evil. So It's also National Blame Someone Else Day, which is always the first Friday the 13th of the year. This is the first one we've had this year. Oh. And, uh, national, Very late in the year. National Blame Someone Else Day. So whatever happens. I celebrate that every day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You do now that I think about it. Damn, I cracked that as a joke. I didn't even think. Now, uh, no. now I know the truth. This day in 1889, William Gray of Hartford, Connecticut, patented the coin-operated telephone. Hartford. Are there any coin-operated telephones left? Um, somebody. I don't, I don't know. I would some, assume somewhere, right? Somebody put a video of one on Facebook the other day. I think it was in Dartmouth, but it, it didn't work. It was like outside a stop and shop, but it didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Are there still any working, uh, you know, standalone phones there? Elvis Presley released Don't Be Cruel on this day in 1956. On this day in 1967, the movie Bonnie and Clyde, starring Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, was released. On this day in 1981, the last broadcast of The Waltons on CBS. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, no. The Waltons? I have not. Yeah. 
Great, great show. Great family show. And on this day in 1997, South Park had their first episode. Didn't I see they recently re-signed for, and this, there's like no end to South Park. Like there's no end to The Simpsons, right? Or Family Guy. I mean, Family Guy's still going. Has it been going as long as those? Well, maybe South Park. But. It's probably South Park. I don't, definitely not The Simpsons. The Simpsons was first. Coming up today, it is Feel Good Friday. A couple of good stories for you. We, yeah, have, yeah. Our, we have our Q&A session. Go ahead and ask us anything. And you can still ask us questions. Yes. Just put like a big emoji next to it so I can pick it out in the chat. Okay. Put like, a, let's think of something random. Put a pineapple. After any question for the Q&A, put a pineapple so I can find them. That'd be cool. Yes. Speaking of pineapples, went for a walk yesterday with Mom and Charlie after the show. Okay. And Priscilla was wearing, uh, she has this uh, white blouse that had pineapples on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like a Hawaiian shirt type thing, but it was a jersey. Well, as we're walking, this bee starts heading towards her because it sees the yellow, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, good thing Sarah wasn't with us. Sarah's the one that's allergic. Yes, she's yes. allergic to bees. Yes, but she loves bees. It's it's an interesting interaction. This is uh, our Q and A sessions coming up. Ask us anything. We don't we don't mind. Uh, it's our fiftieth show today. Hey, congrats! Yay. Time to reevaluate. Is there something you like? Or would like to change. Do you want us to just cancel completely? Hey, I mean, whatever. just yeah. let us know. We're open. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Uh, so you can do that in the in the chat. And also, of course, you can comment. For those of you that watch this later on, we read every comment. and We cry about some, but we read yeah. every comment. Yep. And uh, yeah, we only got one earlier, you know, leading up to this. So one, we'll, we'll address oh, that suggestion. one. One okay. suggestion, yeah. And David Schwimmer says, wait, 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 wait. He's not seen Jennifer Aniston. So, I don't know. We'll get into the rumors in just a few minutes. Anyone checking in this morning? Yeah, let's see. we got a lot of chats. Shout I, out to everybody. I guess uh, Abby checked in. Abby said good morning. I was getting a little what worried. Up, Abby? I was getting a little worried because we hadn't heard from her in a week. Well, she's got a new job, new schedule. So, trying, yeah, basically. That's, I yeah. feel you. I feel you. Yeah, gets home late. Tough getting up for these. Yeah, Dana said morning, gents. Vertical coffee. Happy freaking Friday. Freaking Friday. And Dana, like where was the rotary? I, I can't pull up your uh, your post uh, Brookline. Oh, Brookline. I found a double white line in Brookline, he said. All there right. was a rotary. I was driving the boo-boo bus and couldn't take a picture. Okay. I mean, was it that important? You know, couldn't couldn't you have just pulled off to the side of the road, told the person in the back, hey, I just need a minute. This is for the Pete Braley show. Yeah, the double I white think lines they would is... understand, you oh, know? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Gary said, congrats on 50. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, Abby said, "Happy Friday the 13th." Yes, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't know if that's something to be happy about to people, but <laughs> but happy Friday the 13th. It's a thing, right? Dana said, "Pete, I have some funky shirts I got to let you." Yeah, he's running out. We need to get this guy. Yeah, more. I've worn them all once. So. Maybe we can find like just a cheap like pack of like 50 shirts. <laughs> you know, probably. they're probably terrible quality. You put them in the washing yeah. machine and they disintegrate. <laughs> but but maybe we can find one somewhere. I did suggest to uh, Matt that when football season starts, we wear jerseys on Friday. And right away he said, you're going to have a new jersey every Friday? That's <laughs> I was like, that's a very expensive, expensive idea. I said, no, we just wear, I'll wear my Miami Dolphin jersey. Yes. Go ahead, let me hear it. Mm-hmm. I told Matt the other day that I have, uh, I think I have three Miami Dolphin hats. And I haven't worn any of them on the show yet because I know it's coming. You're going to say, Pete, Dolphin? See, I feel like lately you don't need to be that self-conscious about it. Your team's been pretty good lately. Yeah. You know, the I, AFC East is pretty much up for grabs. I have a little more respect for this team. It's It's been it's been a long, dry run. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, well, the opening weekend, the Pats open uh, hosting Miami. So I'll have yeah. to have my Tua Chagavailoa. <laughs> that, that was another conversation we had. We were like, can we figure out how to pronounce Tua? I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. He, he was like, you, you can't root for your quarterback if you can't pronounce his name. I so. can pronounce Giannis Antetokounmpo, but I have no idea mm-hmm. how to pronounce Tua's name. Tua Chagavailoa. And I don't want to do him dirty by pronouncing it very wrong. Tua so. Chagavailoa. Yes, I that believe. sounds right. All right. Dana says, going to Tanglewood today, Ooh. going to see John Williams conduct the Boston Pops for movie night. No. Oh, nice. movie night? I like it. He'll I do like all it. movie themes? Wow. Dana said, 60 is old, 90 is real old. Real. He said, I'm 51 and I'm old. See, this is why I love Dana. He's, he's just, <laughs> no matter what nonsense I say, he just goes with it. Just go with it. Let's see. Justin said, congrats on 50 episodes, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Peter Guy says, good morning from the guys. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I always love saying good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Uh, let's see. Gail said, why aren't your people watching the show, Maddie? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. We need to talk to my people. I'll have my people talk to your people. I don't think the uh, I don't think the show sounds old. Do you? Uh, no, because I'm here. Right. Yeah. That, that, and a and, uh, little inside uh, info here. Oh, that I don't was, know what this is. We'll probably fight about it later. No, we won't. All right. That was one of the reasons, one of the main reasons. That I always, if you noticed on the radio show, if you were a fan, and I thank you very much, uh, there was always a co-host, and oftentimes it was a young co-host. Yeah. And the reason was because, A, kept me young, and B, it was like I loved getting their input. Like, Mm -hmm. I I love hearing how you look at things, you know, that we, because we look at them differently. How I complain about everything. Well, that too. Yeah. But anyway, I was that's what my generation does. We complain. A little inside football news. But yes. There. No, I don't know. The thing about my people not being here, that's, that's kind of a joke, but yeah, but I don't know. Let's get more of my well, people. Let's do here. it. Yeah. Uh, Gail said, I'm 65 and getting younger every day. There we go. That's the attitude we need. Yep. Uh, not, not Matt picking on old people. Uh, she said, but I do have to agree that when I w- was in my 20s, I thought 60 was old. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's you know, it's just and r- relativity. You know, relative to me, you're old. That's just true. Another Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but another thing about Gail is she told me that she, she goes to YouTube constantly. Yeah. It's, for, it's her first stop. So. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Dana said, you go, Gail. Uh, Peter says, yeah, you go, Gail. Justin said, let's go, Gail. Let's go, Gail. <laughs> we need to get Gail on the show. She's yes. just, everyone loves her. Um, let's see. Friday the Thirteenth was only bad for one group back in the Middle Ages, or something like that. So is it? Uh, is this all tied to like, um, like if you see a black cat, ladders, and all that? Is that all tied together? Yeah, I think all so. All right? superstitions. Yeah, yeah. All right. And all right. and and that person's right. Uh, if you really trace the history of it, it goes back to like medieval times when uh, they, if you invited thirteen guests to uh, a feast, you you always brought in somebody else to make it fourteen. You know, I agree with that, though. I'm a yeah. big even numbers person. <laughs> okay. We've talked about this. Yes. I think yes. that's just phenomenal. That's like if you're, if it, on Friday the 13th, if you put the volume to 13, just get out. Yep. Just okay. get out. All right. Uh, Danny said, steak, it's what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. I wish. we got to talk to somebody about it. I don't know what for dinner is. What's for dinner? What's I don't think for, it's steak. Though. I think it's pizza tonight. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Abby says, mom and dad were uh, left-handed and Becky is right-handed. Same with Mac. Dad was left-handed? Oh, 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 okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. Let's see. Uh, Peter Guy made steak last night. Uh, Justin said, don't forget to leave a like on the stream, guys. Yes, that would be awesome. Every time you watch the stream, smash that like button and continue watching. That would help us out. Yeah. Um, Gail said, yum, now I want 
a nice slightly grilled steak. I just like how it was uh, it was referred to as a dainty steak. Yes, I think all the like Filet all mignon. the manly man that are like mm, steak. steak. We should make them go to a restaurant and order a dainty steak. Hey, just to see them explode. Can I have that fillet, Mignon? Can I have the steak? Which kind? Uh, the, the 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 dainty the, the dainty one. I don't know. I just think that would be funny. It would be. Yeah. Uh, Dana said yes. There are coin-operated phones. Many in the hospitals. There you go. Okay. There's your answer. All right. Uh, we all right, and we're getting some questions for the Q and A. So I'll throw okay. it back over to you. Okay. Thanks. We'll go to the news uh, quickly on this Friday morning. Excessive heat heat warnings have been issued for parts of Massachusetts for another day as the heat combined with humidity create life-threatening conditions for people across the region. Yeah, we pretty much stayed in yesterday with the AC going. Many forecasts call for temperatures of 90 degrees or higher again today. Heat index up around Boston could be uh, 100 or 109 degrees today. The heat warning covers much of Massachusetts, not exactly the south coast, but it is still hot here. Take care of yourself and check on older family members. And remember, water, water, water. My mother, I used to check on my mother and I would say, are you drinking water today? And she'd say, well, I had coffee. I was it's just like, going to say, don't be one of those people that, that's like, well, there's water and coffee. Yeah. Well, there's water and beer. Well, there's <laughs> water and lemonade. Like, just drink water for one day. Jesus. And and coffee, coffee's a diuretic, isn't it, Dana? It makes you pee. So you, you want to keep the fluids, right? Okay. End of survey. End of a sermon. Adidas is selling Boston-based Reebok to Authentic Brands Group of New York City for $2.5 billion. Authentic Brands owns several well-known companies such as Brook Brothers, Aeropostale, and Sports Illustrated. Adidas bought Reebok back in 2006 for $3.8 billion, so they're losing money on the deal. Oh, was it 2006? I thought it was... I thought it was more recent than that. No, 2006. They, they moved to Boston recently. Oh, they okay. moved from Canton yeah. to Boston. Mm-hmm. The sale is expected to be completed early next year. A small child was bitten by a coyote on North Herring Cove Beach in Provincetown Wednesday night at about 8.30. The child, who was not identified, was taken to Cape Cod Hospital with injuries that were described as non-life-threatening. According to the Park Service, rangers destroyed the coyote responsible, and it will be tested for rabies. And a story I found this morning before the show, Viacom is suing the company that recently opened the Rusty Crab Restaurant in downtown Houston. They claim it's a ripoff of the Krusty Crab (laughs) featured in SpongeBob. That's awesome. Rusty Crab is accused of infringing on Viacom's SpongeBob trademarks by using names, images, characters, and recreations from the show throughout its restaurant and on its menu. According to the suit, they even advertised the place as Houston's very first SpongeBob SquarePants-inspired pop-up restaurant and bar. Okay, so you screwed yourself there. I mean, you're <laughs> advertising yourself that you're associated with SpongeBob. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I think they had drinks named Bikini Bottom. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't. They didn't try to hide it. No. No. Viacom wants the restaurant to hand over any profits they've made. They're also suing to block it from doing any further business. Can you imagine if they win? Yeah, you got to hand it over, a, and a, a local restaurant is not going to be. Oh able no, to. they'll go out of business. Yeah, what they should do is, I, like, I wish they like Nickelodeon or Viacom could just buy it, like, just buy the restaurant, just make it your own. There you that, go. That's not going to happen. Though. And start a franchise. Yeah, no, they yeah. they won't do that. Busy night in sports last night. I was jumping around between the Field of Dreams game 
and the uh, Patriots game, and Red Sox lost again in the afternoon. But uh, yeah, whatever. We'll get to sports in just a moment. But uh, social media users were shocked this week when they came across a story that talked about how much it cost to deliver a baby in 1955. Interesting. A photo shared on Reddit is suggesting the cost of delivering a child and a three-night hospital stay. I think nowadays they try to kick you out after one night. But the the cost of having a baby and a three-night hospital stay in Belleville, Kansas, was less than $60. <laughs> $60 bucks in 1955. The room and board and nursing service section is marked as costing $27, while the delivery room is set at $15, infant care at $6, drugs and medicine at $11.95. That's crazy. One Reddit user said, Haha, my kid cost $12,500. Thank God for insurance. Another wrote, C section here. $40,000. God. Wow. That's that's insane. Mom told me it's like my my any, any of my replacement parts the surgeries mm-hmm. in the, in the thousands or double digit thousands. Yeah. It's like thank God for insurance. Do you remember how much it was when we were born? No, I don't. No. Let's see. I'll have to see if mom knows, but I don't uh, I don't see her. I don't see. Her. <laughs> I don't see. Her. There's a little there's this little uh gap here because there's shelves on the other side of this wall so these are all what are these just uh, just pieces of wood like yeah. i mean it's nice it's, it's, it's a, it sounds one, like we're in a shed well, or something four. yeah that, no, it, but there's it, little gaps i can see through them so that's where every time i'm like let me see if i can she's not there there's this little gap I can it see used to be an open table. window it used to be an open window because this was uh the tv was actually here at one point in this room this was our uh family room mm-hmm. then we had a living room but this became a bedroom when the number of kids outweighed the parents. Yep. So this became a bedroom. So to give the girls some privacy, it was the girls' room, right? Yes. Yes. To give the girls some privacy, I covered up the windows. So there's shelves, and on the other side, we have those white planks. But yeah. I guess I made a That's little... the word I was thinking, planks. For, that slipped my mind for some reason. Isn't it funny how the weirdest word can just... Yeah, yeah. You and can't in, find in it. your defense, um, we've switched rooms a million times, so yeah. I don't blame you for not knowing... Who stayed? Where, I think the boys where. were here. I don't know. It's been they, they moved on. Yeah, me and Doug were down here twice. I think. Yeah. I don't know. We all flip flop at one point. I don't yeah. know why. I think you just want something new. Could just, be. Just give yourselves, keep yourselves busy moving stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've painted these. Uh, oh these my rooms. god! If you scrape back all the paint <laughs> on this, the best paint job was me and Doug painted the room for. Some, I don't know how we ever thought this was a good idea. It was like this. It was like a goldish brown color, that okay. that on the pa- on the sample on the, uh, we were sample. like, oh okay, that, that could looks be cool. Good. It literally looked like we painted the walls with diarrhea. It was the worst <laughs> decision we have ever made, and I I don't I can't believe Trish let that happen. Like it, it literally <laughs> blows my mind that that ended up being on the walls for not that long but it was yeah. it was a substantial period of time memory yeah that was and this room that was interesting one of the girls decided they wanted it cotton candy yes once. Pink, pink i don't know if i was alive for that yeah and it was like it was an awful shade of pink but it's, it's funny when you scrape back the doorway like if you take the the little piece of wood off the doorway you can yeah. see all of the colors <laughs> in a row it's really funny all right let's move on to uh, sports this morning 
Wander Franco, wait a minute, he doesn't play for us. Nope. He hit a tie-breaking two-run homer in the sixth. Drew Rasmussen threw four strong innings to spots uh, in a spot start for Tampa Bay. And the Rays beat the Red Sox 8-1 to Thursday. The Sox had just two hits, an RBI double by Rafael Devers in the fourth and a single in the fifth by Kevin Plawecki. Tampa's out of town now. Nick Pavetta gets the start for Boston tonight in the first of three against the Baltimore Orioles. Chris Sale is scheduled to pitch tomorrow. Rookie running back Ramondre Stevenson had two touchdown runs, including a 91-yard score with just over a minute to play. Patriots beat the Washington football team 22-13 to open the exhibition season for both teams on Thursday night. As for the quarterbacks, Coach Bill Belichick has said that Cam Newton is his starter, but it was Mac Jones who had the better debut. The rookie completed 13 of 19 passes for 87 yards in five series, spread the ball around with confidence after he took over for Newton late in the first quarter. And he got a standing O from what I saw. Mac Jones did? Yeah. Yeah. I think the fans want to see him. Uh, Newton played the the opening two series, and he finished four for seven, a four of seven for forty nine yards. So, I really like Mac Jones. I just I I want to see him chill for a little bit. I feel like the best quarterbacks you that are learn. The most successful chill for a little bit, and yeah. not actually chill, but you know, yeah, like they don't hop right into it, and then they go, and then they they're good. So I don't mind giving Cam the 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 spot this year. I still I still like Cam. <laughs> I just, I'm going to whisper it because last year did not go well, but I still like Cam. Okay. Yes. All right. And the Chicago White Sox beat the Yankees 9-8 on Thursday in Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game. It was pretty cool. Played at the movie site in Dyersville, Iowa. The White Sox and Yankees combined to crush eight homers over the fence and into the cornfield. Tim Anderson got the last laugh. He hit a two-run walk-off off of uh, Zach Britton in the ninth inning. So the White Sox win 9-8. I saw this beautiful, like, overview shot of the homer, and, like, you just saw it, because it was an opposite field homer, you just saw it slice away right into the corn, and it was just, and then the fireworks went off. It was this, <laughs> just a beautiful, beautiful video. If you did not see the game, I really, especially go to the pregame yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the intro and all that. Yeah, it was it was so cool. Kevin Costner was there, yep. so it was cool. Uh, the internet has been losing it over the uh, recent reports that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer are dating, but hold on a minute. David says it's not true. We'll get to that story next. But first, a uh, Bradley's Bizarre, uh, Bizarre But True, a man in New Hampshire who used 80 pounds of explosives in a gender reveal party that damaged property in two states was fined this week, but surprisingly only 620 bucks. I figured it'd be a bigger yeah, fine. How? How bad was the damage? The 28-year-old man from New Hampshire pleaded guilty to a disorderly conduct charge stemming from the explosion in April that was heard by residents in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Residents complained that the foundations of their homes were damaged after the shockwaves rattled properties within a 20-mile radius of the quarry where he set the explosives off for a gender reveal party. As part of the plea deal, he was fined $620.00. But 500 of that will be suspended for 12 months as long as he stays out of trouble. So you got a slap on the wrist. Yeah, that's crazy. Slap on the wrist. But these these gender reveal parties are just getting so. I I know when uh, when Sarah was pregnant with Liam, we uh, mentioned Cat. Oh, Cat's oh, here. Cat's here. Why does where Charlie has a bandana? 
You made him a bandana with his name on it. Well, bring him on camera. We got to show the people. We got to show. Yep. So whatever camera. Come right around. Just throw him right on Pete's lap there. Hello. I can. Is the bandana showing? Uh, yeah. There it is. Let me see if the other camera. No, this one's definitely better. Now, oh, Charles. You called me. Uh, was it yesterday? You called us and you said, "How big is Charlie's neck?" And don't don't ask don't ask questions. What size is Charlie's neck? Yo. Oh. Oh, Charles. Now, if only we could get him groomed. My dude's <laughs> looking pretty shaggy. Yeah, he's going to be a... We do have an appointment September 14th, and yes. I think he's going to be a dust mop before the, uh, by then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just excited because once he get gets groomed, his goatee will be more prominent. Yes. Yes, that's my favorite part of Charlie. Thank you. Well, that was a nice surprise. I didn't know you were coming over. Yeah, she's here for the day, I think. Oh, wow. Going to go to the beach and stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Great. I said that to someone yesterday. I said, it's, oh, by the way, I graduated uh, physical therapy yesterday. Oh, yay. No certificate, though. And there was no cake. Yeah. Well, I wanted cake. I mean, I graduated college, so. So, uh, but we had cake. Yeah, mine's a little bit more impressive. So, yeah, I said that at PT yesterday. I said, it, it's even too hot for the beach. And that only happens yeah. like once or twice a year. Yeah. So, anyway. Um... Where were we? I was telling you about Charlie distracting. I was telling you about the gender reveals. Oh, yeah. I remember when Sarah was pregnant with Liam, I said, you're not going to have one. She says, no, that's stupid. See, I don't even mind the idea. I think it's nice. I I think it's because I think it allows for the surprise that you like you guys always wanted to be surprised. I think it allows for the surprise without having to wait until the baby's born. So I think it's like the best of both worlds. Okay. But I think people need to chill out with the dangerous stuff. Yeah. Like, I literally saw a helicopter involved one time. Was I'm like, <laughs> that one I think went fine. But still, it's like, guys, guys, How just much? hit a balloon, yeah, you know? Right. It's not that important. My friend Danny did a, the golf ball one. I think that's a good yep. one. Yep. You just hit a golf ball, explodes. explodes. It's, it's great. You know, baseball, those are great except for the people that clearly don't play baseball and miss and then it's very anticlimactic or how many times has the uh, has the mom thrown the ball to the dad and he's his baseball uh, knowledge comes in and he goes oh, no nah, i'm gonna wait for a better pitch. yeah it's like no you're gonna hit that you don't have a better pitch yeah. it's gonna explode when it hits the ground you're gonna hit that yeah you know my opinion i i think they're a great idea but people just need to chill out with their yeah. ideas Because what it is now is everyone's trying to, like, one-up the past idea. Yeah, pretty much. You're like, let's set the entire country on fire and whatever color the smoke is. It's like, no. Is that a... Is I mean, we had four children and never found out before Mm -hmm. uh, what gender they were because your mom always said that was her payoff for making it through the delivery. Oh. So that was what she had in her mind. And I was cool with that. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. But I think we, we are, again... Old school. I think just about everybody nowadays finds out. Yeah, but I, like I said, I think this is like a bridge between the two because you get the surprise. Right. Just uh, it's just earlier, day. so you have time to prepare. Yeah. Not everyone wants to paint the the nursery. Didn't you guys do like yellow or something? Yellow and green. Right. Make it neutral. Yeah, those are pretty ugly colors, <laughs> especially together. They so. weren't at the time. I, think. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but anyways, entertainment news for this Friday. Yes, the internet has been losing it over recent reports that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer are dating. We talked about this yesterday. I haven't eaten or slept. Yeah. Rumors of a real-life romance began to start in uh, May when Jennifer and David spoke about their off-screen relationship during the Friends reunion special. 
what they say? They were both kind of into each other, but they were both seeing other Back people. Back in season one, yeah. They were, so season one, season two, they, they were, were both into each other, but they were going to cheat on those relationships. Yeah. So, an insider recently said they've been spending time at Jen's house where she's cooked dinners in the evenings and they have enjoyed quality time together, chatting and laughing. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, a rep for David shut the rumors down and said the reports of a romance between him and Jen are not true. Once they say they're not true, aren't they usually true? Well, hmm. I'll say this. One, it could that could have just been a rumor for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's something we all want to happen. But two, maybe they're just not there yet, you know? Like maybe could be. maybe it's still kind of new. Could be. They don't want to they don't want to put too yeah. much pressure on it. They shut it down 3 months from now, we find out it was true. So I, I Stay let's, tuned. let's not give up hope, but also don't don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Don't get your, what am I looking for? Don't, don't get, get your, your hopes up. Yeah. There it is. There it is. I said don't get your hopes high. This is why, <laughs> you know, I love doing this show, but I hate it at the same time because it reminds me how stupid I am sometimes. Oh, stop that. It's funny, though. We eventually so, get to it. It's for the people. Dolly Parton announced her debut. No- she is how old, and this is her debut novel. She's still doing new stuff. I love Dolly. She uh, announced her debut novel is called Run, Rose, Run. It'll be released March 7th next year. Dolly said the book is about a young singer-songwriter named Rose who is on the rise in the music scene. The novel will be accompanied by an album of the same name that features 12 new songs based on the characters and situations in the book. I love that. That's so awesome. The book and album can be pre-ordered now, but it comes out in March. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I do love Dolly. All right, time for our Feel Good Friday stories here. This is, uh, we collect stories throughout the week, and then on Friday we just do some good news. A man in Oregon rented out a movie theater, rented the whole thing out, to surprise his wife with the showing of their long-lost video wedding. Uh, or I should say wedding video. I transposed that. On their 14th anniversary, after it was found at their church. For years, the couple thought that their wedding video was lost forever. When they tried to get the footage digitized as a DVD shortly after their July 20th, 2007 ceremony, they were told the tape was blank. But recently, a friend called the man after he found the wedding tape at their church. So the man kept the news secret for two months and waited for their 14th anniversary to rent out a movie theater. And then he said to his wife, why don't we go see a movie tonight? He filmed her reaction as soon as she realized what was playing. She put her hand on her husband's arm. She then covered her face with her hands in surprise as tears welled up in her eyes. I wonder how much it is to rent out a movie theater. And I wonder if they give you a discount if if they know, like, the reason. And if it's not prime time, you know? Well, you can ask Abby. Abby. Yeah. Abby, could we rent out your movie theater? What's, what's the rate? Yeah. Meanwhile... A cat was reunited with its owner nearly six years after falling out of a window and disappearing here in Massachusetts. Back in August of 2015, the cat's owner heard a noise in her bedroom and went to investigate. She found that an upstairs window in her condo was open and the cat was missing. The woman put up missing cat flyers all over the neighborhood, posted online, went door to door searching neighbors' backyards, set up night vision cameras, even worked with a pet detective, Ace Ventura, who uh, used a search dog to find lost animals, but to no avail. 
Then in late July, she received a call from a nearby vet's office saying they had her cat. They were able to identify him and contact the woman through the cat's microchip. Ah. Mm. So there you go with our Feel Good Friday. By the way, if you ever uh, if you have something good going on in your life, something you want to let us know about, want to celebrate, just send us the info, and we'll include it in a uh, Feel Good Friday uh, bit. All right. It is now time for some Q&As. Oh, God. Everyone's going to find out the truth about everything. This was your idea. This was your idea. My name's not actually Matt. <laughs> if you have a question for us, feel free to write it in the chat, or as I said earlier, if you're watching this later in the day, just put it in the comments or send it to us on Facebook. Uh, we did get a few this week on yeah. uh, on Facebook, and, and you said you've got a few yep. that came in on the chat. So uh, I'll go first, I guess. Diane was the first one who said, who or what would you want to be if you weren't you? Leaving Morgan Freeman out of it, of course, because <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. Who or what would you want to be if you weren't you? It's a great question because I think oftentimes we all want to be somebody else. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, that was very depressing. Um, no. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the only thing I can think of is w- what I wanted to be when I was a kid. <clears throat> yes. You know, some kids, I want to be a doctor. I mm-hmm. want to be a fireman. Uh, I wanted to be a Major League Baseball play-by-play guy. Ah. Like, I wanted to be Joe Castiglione. But you're in the realm. Yeah, I am. I do. So and, I feel like you you, you went into the field. And I do, I do high school sports, and I did uh, the... Uh, New Bedford Bay Sox when mm-hmm. they they're out of existence now, but uh, so so I have to, but I haven't done it on the major league level. I mean, your life ain't over, buddy. Where you fly to different cities, you know. So that I, I, I mean, mean, would you want that now, though? Would you want to travel that much? Maybe that's could a good fun. question. It could, yeah. I'd like to try it. All you right. Know? There's no way I could have been. As involved as I was mm-hmm. when you guys were growing up. Oh, so it's my fault. That's all your fault. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I take full credit. Uh, I mean, Don Orsillo. Full credit for ruining your life. Don Orsillo. Yes. Who, who I think is probably the best right now. I was heartbroken when he left the Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. Don Orsillo, um, you know, he, he ended up having a divorce. He ended up, uh, he's on the West Coast. His kids were on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he gave up. The, he had to sacrifice things mm-hmm. to be who he is. And I don't know if I would have done the same, like the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that that's well, my answer. Life ain't over is all okay. I'm saying. All life right. ain't over. What about you? Who or what would you want to be Who if you weren't what you? What would I want to be? Um, I don't know. That's a really tough question. Because you know, I feel like the go-to answer is like like a famous country star. But yep. at the same time, you don't just want to all of a sudden get there. You know, you you want the you have to have the journey. You want yeah. the grind. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say, hmm, Ryan Reynolds. You would like to be Off Ryan? the top of the dome. I didn't yeah. want to go country. I didn't want to go country artist. Okay. Because that would be the obvious answer. But I mean, he's married to Blake Lively, so that can't, would be awesome. Can't go wrong there. Um, yeah. If I had his sense of humor, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that guy, he's hands down like the funniest guy on the planet. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. There you go. That's probably not the actual answer. That's just the random answer I came up with. Greg asked, "What what is your favorite breakfast place? Okay. Um, I like going to, I have two actually that I go to the courtyard restaurant in mm-hmm. Fairhaven and also Jake's diner in Fairhaven. Those are my two uh, favorites around here. Uh, in Virginia beach, I like a place called the egg bistro. Yeah. Yeah. I you? like, um, scramblers, big fan of the linguisa cheese roll from scramblers. Okay. Yep. 
Um, and also good old Max Soda Bar right up the street. Oh, yeah. Love love me some Max Soda Bar. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. Did you want to have one of yours? Do you want to go back and forth? or do you uh, Let's to... see. Abby said, have you ever had a dream and your phone was in it? Off the top of my head, I have no idea. Um, Off the top of my head, no. I want to say yes, just because <laughs> I would think that I have. I mean, yeah. I my phone's a big part of my life, sadly. So um, I would say, yeah, I would probably say yes. But I have no idea. I can't confirm nor deny. Yeah, I, and, I don't, and neither can you. So well, true, yeah. true. But I, I don't remember any. Yeah. So I've tried to do. You know how they say that uh, you should not have. You should put your phone away or charge it in the other room mm-hmm. for a better night's sleep. I, I just number one, my alarm clock is on my phone. Yeah, same. I found. I asked uh, Priscilla the other day. I said, uh, "Oh, I guess the weekend when I uh, unplugged." Unplugged. Yeah. I said, hey, I'm going to have to get my old alarm clock out of the drawer. She said, throw it away. I said, what? Well, you kept it in the drawer. Clearly, you weren't using it. Yeah. yeah you could it have was... asked me for mine. I got an old fact. Well, not old. Yeah. I mean, it's not old. It looks like modern. But... I had an alarm clock radio that used to sit on my nightstand. And... I think I've said this before. I always use my phone and an alarm clock because I always have a fear that my phone will die or die. something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because that's actually happened before. Somehow, I forgot to plug my phone in. Anyways, uh, back to you. Uh, we got another question from someone named Trish. Oh. Yeah. My name's not Trish. There you go. And I was waiting for, uh, you know, I couldn't wait to read this one. And she said, her question was, did you empty the dishwasher? Very Trish question right there. Um, well, on that particular day, I did. Today, I've not done it yet because it's not a priority for me before the show. Did it, did it run last night? I don't know. It doesn't run every night. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It usually doesn't run just on nights when it's you and me home because yeah. we don't we don't make use that, that many dishes. Much of a mess. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying Trish makes a mess? <laughs> you you could get that out of what I said, that's, right? That's what I. That's my interpretation. <laughs> you got one? Uh, yes. Let's see. Another question about dreams from Abby. Abby's really into dreams today. I guess I didn't mean to switch the camera. We're we're strictly professional here. Yes. Um, she said, "When you dream, do you see it from your point of view or from above?" Uh. My hmm. point of view, I believe. I believe it's always been from my point of view. Because I, yeah. don't, I don't remember ever dreaming and seeing myself. Right, yeah. right. So I think it's always I, I would my agree. point of view. It's my point of view, too. Yeah. yeah. And does that mean anything about us, Abby? I mean, does, <laughs> I mean, some people are into this dream analysis and, and really deep into it. So I don't know. I've been there, but then it just leads you down a path of questions nobody can answer. So it's just stressful. Mary Lou uh, posted something that really wasn't a question. And I asked Matt, I said, do you want me to bring this up? He said, yeah, read it. Go ahead. So Mary Lou said, I just noticed Matt says, yeah, no, frequently, LOL. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, And it's funny because. And we all have crutches. We all. Well, there's like the easy ones you always know. And I edit the videos. So like I always see and hear everything and I make captions for it. So I always have to like replay it. Replay it. Replay it. So like I'll always hear like me go like, 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 like like, like I say that. Yeah. Uh, We both say um sometimes. But yeah, no, I, I, I didn't realize it while editing. But the second she typed that, I was like, yeah, no, that's 100% correct. Yeah, no, that's right. That's just like. (laughs) I don't know. I've never noticed myself saying it, but now that I, now that you said it, I realize I say it all the time. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's better than like and like and um. True. So I'm gonna keep saying it. True. Yeah. No. One of the most difficult things for me to learn, and yes, I I still say um, mm-hmm. but one of the most difficult things I had to learn on the radio was to silence is okay. Yeah. 
the we're pause always, is better, but it yes. feels like we can't be quiet. We're always taught that dead air is the villain. Yeah. You know, you can't have dead air, but a pause can can really add so much to a story. And once you meet someone that does that, like I I I saw somebody and I just had a conversation with them and I would ask them a question and they would sit there and pause. And I just remember at the end of the conversation, I was like, wow, this person thinks so deeply. Yeah. When in reality, they're doing the same thing I'm doing. I, I just fill it with a stupid word. But it's, I just okay. thought, I feel like it All makes right. you sound more deep and sophisticated when you pause because it shows that you're taking the time to think as opposed to filling it with like an um. We're still taking the time to think about what we're going to say. But it just makes you seem more sophisticated, I feel like. So I think the pause is, yeah. is the key to success. And just one other thing before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also had to learn doing interviews to be quiet while the other person's talking. Because how many times have you seen an interview <clears throat> with the interviewer goes, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do that uh-huh. on this show. Yeah. For sure. So what I did was I learned to basically shut up, but I nod my head. You know, mm-hmm. when they were talking, I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> Now, one thing I noticed, though, is sometimes when, you, when you're reading a story or you, like, glance at me, and you're probably just doing it because it's kind of conversational. Right. But I always feel like when you glance at me, I have to give you something. So, no. like, when you glance at me, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, wow. Ah. And it's I don't pro- even. It's probably so obvious when I'm using a filler-like emotion. And I, don't I don't even know what you're saying, but wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. No, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No. All right, your turn. All right, let's see. Uh, I keep switching the camera when because I think you're going to read the question. Uncle, what decade has been the best for you? That's from Abby. What decade has been the best? Yeah. I only really wow. got two two to choose from. I'm not going to say three because I, l- I don't consider the 90s. I, I, don't, I can't really give my input. I was one and two years old. Well, it's, it's hard to pick one because the 70s, number one, I love the music, mm-hmm. but the 70s, I was a kid, you know? So I, I was a kid or uh, well, I was born in 1961. So the 70s, I was a kid. I was a teen. You know, I was exploring things and... Yeah, no, for sure. Then the 80s was uh, Auntie and I being together. The, Sarah came along in 89. And then there were kids in the 90s, and we were doing sports and going to Santa's Village. So I guess there's something good for every decade. Just pick one. 80s. Okay. Okay. There it is. There's your answer. And I was not alive. Notice, notice, I was not alive in the 80s. Hey, it's uh, the 2020s are my favorite, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve asked, who is the best paramedic you know personally? And the answer would obviously be Dana. (laughs) Playing that one last night. Pete is sleeping on the couch for the next six months. Obviously. The only correct answer is Trish. My name's not Trish. The best paramedic of them all. There you go. Yes. There you go. Uh, And I just have, uh, no, I have two more. Okay. Uh, Karen said, uh, actually, I I couldn't understand where this question was going Mm -hmm. when I first got it. It says, uh, for Pete, what do you call an all-female talk show? And I thought, well, for a second, I was a little concerned. I was like, "Oh my, is this because like it's just it's just me and Pete, and like we're both guys, and like I didn't want any issue." I was like, "But I'm his son. Like I thought, I yeah, thought this yeah. is the, the only reason I'm here is because I live here. Yeah. You know, yeah. if my other siblings lived in the house, they would probably be the co-host over me." <laughs> so, but it was a joke. The answer. Yes. What do you call an all-female talk show? It's a rim shot ready. Yep. What do you call a female talk show? A broadcast. 
That was Karen's joke. Uh, now, I don't, don't, don't come on me for using the word broad. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Next question. You. Uh, Dana said, when you are craving nostalgic food, what is your go-to? Nostalgic food. Nostalgic food. Hmm? I don't know what would classify as a nostalgic food. Yeah. You mean like a comfort meal? I mean, I love me some, uh, I love. I, w- I would think like um, a food from your childhood, like maybe maybe something that Nana made or something. Mm. That's that's what I would think. I think I make one. I know the the chicken noodle casserole meal came from Nana. Oh, it did. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, that was one of Nana's meals. Interesting. Shout out Nana. It's a good meal. I don't think I make too many other things that. Uh, but I I think. Uh, Maybe when I have brownies, I think of mom's, you know, mom making brownies. Mm-hmm. Maybe some, if the, if that's what you mean, I, that would be my answer. If I, I mean, I'm, you're I 22. Really, I don't really so. know if I'm allowed to yeah. input on this. I would say probably fudge though. Nana's fudge. Oh, because that's, yeah, you're right. Because that's a very specific, like Nana made that fudge. Yep. Yeah, my so. mom always came to Thanksgiving or Christmas with fudge mm-hmm. that she made, and she gave Priscilla the recipe, and now. Every holiday, Priscilla makes it for me. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, thank you for that. It would be the fudge. And there was one holiday, Oscar ate all of it, and somehow it did not kill him. Yeah, somehow this beagle ate all that chocolate and scared, lived to tell about scared it. Scared the shit out of me and Pete. That's Let me why, tell you. We were the only ones here when it happened. Yeah. And we were like, he is going to die. And that is a chapter in the Oscar book that yeah. I am finalizing. So. Oscar had an iron gut. Yeah, he did. You guys will learn about that in the book. He did. But yeah, he had an iron gut. We don't know how that dog survived everything he <laughs> survived. He shouldn't have. He, sh- no. he really, he, he was, really should. He was have. a dog that had nine lives. Yeah, he really did. Uh, let's see. Abby said, "Are you actually going to come visit up here? I won't serve potato salad. I promise." Um, <laughs> well, luckily, luckily for everyone to know, if if you serve potato salad, that's not going to keep me from going anywhere. Oh, okay. um, I just won't eat it, and I will talk crap about it the entire time. Oh, okay. but I'll still go. Um, I, yeah, I was, that, yeah, I was saying that I, I would like to get up. I haven't been yeah. to Vermont in a couple of years, so um, we're thinking maybe, maybe a weekend in September. Tra- see, the issue is traveling with a show is very difficult. Yeah. I, I would say it's harder than traveling with a child, which of course I have zero experience. With. Right. right. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very, very difficult thing to to bring the show places. So that that's the most difficult part of going places. Okay. But if it's on like a weekend or something. Did you want me to uh, do Justin's question? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Justin uh, sent a question to us that we got this morning. What For Pete, what was your motivation for getting into radio? Also, Matt, how did it feel hearing your dad's voice on the radio and knowing a lot of the South Coast was listening? You want to go first? Okay. What was my motivation for getting into radio? Um, I told you I wanted to be a, a sports broadcaster, and that was cool. Yes. But I would go to bed at night and turn the little transistor radio on uh, and listen to the radio before I'd go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a man by the name of Steve Kelly, who worked for WNBH in New Bedford at the time. And ironically, Steve went on, I think, to be a paramedic. <laughs> it's funny I'm in the paramedic world no. now. Um, and I remember I wrote a letter to Steve saying, how can I get into the radio? And he, he wrote me a letter back. He says, you're probably not going to start around here. But I did. Um, and he invited me in for a tour and all that stuff. And then as I got older, I, I practiced at home. I had my own little radio set up in my room. I practiced at home for a while. And then uh, an eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Zembo, at Ford Middle School, 
knew someone at the college radio station at uh, UMass Dartmouth, which was at the, at that time was WSMU, Southeastern Massachusetts University. So she actually helped me to get a job out there. And it was summertime, and all of their staff was going home mm-hmm. for summer. So I was like, I'll take those shifts. So I did like four or five shifts at the college radio station. Someone from WNBH heard me, came by and said, hey, you know, we need someone on weekends. You interested? So I went to the station that Steve said I'd never start at. <laughs> I actually got my first job there. So th- there we go. Does that answer your question? I, I, I would think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and Matt, how did it feel hearing your dad's voice on the radio and knowing a lot of the South Coast was listening? Uh, I, to be completely honest, most of the time I did not listen. Um, that's <laughs> that's the sad truth of it. I was really young. I, yeah. Most. I mean, the pr- in the prime of your career. And I was on an AM really young AM radio station. Yeah. So we were always getting ready for school and going to school. I do like sometimes in the car on the way to school we would we would listen. But yeah, I did. I mean, it kind of sounds kind of I kind of sound like a dick. But you know what? I think I made up for it with the uh, with the <laughs> with show. The show yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't I didn't listen to him that much. You I, were young. I listened. The most I've ever listened to you was the clips that we got from Scott. That was the most I've like actually sat down and listened. It was a pretty hmm. good show. It was pretty good. Well, thank pretty you. good stuff. Thank you. Um, as for like everyone in the South Coast listening, most of the time you don't think about it until you go out in public and like the most random people walk up to me and they're like, they're like, oh my god, Matt. I know so much about you, and I'm like stranger danger. Sorry, stranger, stranger danger. Yeah. So that was. I think it was. I think it was. Cat used to tell me she, whenever we'd go out to the store, or the mall, or something, mm-hmm. she'd say, hey, "You're always getting stopped. People are always talking yeah. to you." That and like teachers would always be like, like teachers would always talk about bits you did or something. I I, I would most of the time have no idea what they were talking <laughs> about. And I was like, "Yeah, that's Pete for you. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah." So, right. so that's that's kind of the truth of it all. That's all I have. Do you have more? Uh, let's see. Uh, we have a really good one here. It's uh, it's from Abby. It's uh, Uncle. Which child is your favorite? Abby, why are you doing this to me? Why? <laughs> I think I can honestly say I don't have a favorite. Now, maybe I should ask you. What do you think I have a favorite child, and who is it? Do I think you have a favorite child? My my go to answer is cat because I feel like cat's the most like unproblematic. I I've said this before. Cat cat is like the model human being. I don't think cat has ever done wrong. Um, so I think cat is like on like from the stat sheet. If there was a stat sheet on yeah. on how kids have have lived, right? I think cat would win. But I, uh, but I also I I do believe that they don't have favorites. Yeah, but I, I, but I do think that cat my, my cat's my favorite. I, I guess I've, is what I'm saying. I've probably spent the most time with her. You know, she, I, I would catch for all of her pitching lessons mm-hmm. until my body wouldn't let me. Wow, he's about to admit that it's cat. No, no, no. My, my argument has got him to admit it. I'm saying child. I've probably spent the most time with yeah. her. So, but, by the way, but I, I don't. I don't really have. A, I also want to clarify that I said cat's my favorite. If I was choosing your favorite child, yes, yes, I love all my siblings equally. Yeah. It's the same fight. I think pretty. I much. can't admit that any any of my siblings are my favorite. You can't admit that any of your children are your favorite. No. Yeah. No. But it's funny though. You you all always pick on mom that her favorite's Doug. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, it's just at this point, I don't even think we all like truly believe that. We just. Like, we know she doesn't have a favorite. It's just fun to, to pick yeah. on her because it aggravates her so much. Abby, which one of your kids is your favorite? Ah, well, let me turn oh, it back. Oh, snap. Yeah. 
She said favorites aren't allowed. There you go. <laughs> oh, she said cue witty banter. Yep. <laughs> well, you got it. You, you got, got it. it. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I, I mean, I would think it's me. Just because of, of you know. Of course. We, we spend, you know, we talk to each other for an hour and 15 minutes every day. Yeah. So. Straight. Yep. An hour and 15 minutes straight. Straight. Yeah. And when you turn, when, when I switch the camera, I'm always sitting here like this. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. No, I'm not. That'd be funny, though. Right. It like, would. right now, I'm just rolling would. my eyes. Like, oh, my God. Any more? No, that's it. Okay. Thank you. little Q&A, and maybe we'll do this again in another 50 shows. I was going to say, let's let's do it every 50 shows. Every 50. Start yeah. putting in your questions now, though. <laughs> and the only comment we got about, uh, we, we were saying this is show number 50, so is there anything you really like about the show? Is there something you don't like about the show? And... Is it a good sign that I only got one comment? I, that's, I would personally take that as a good thing. Yeah. The only comment we got, uh, Gail suggested perhaps a feel-good story daily instead of just Friday, which is a very good, uh, very good comment. It is. Um, the only thing I'll say is I, I don't always find one every day. You know, the sad truth of it is bad news makes for good stories. Good mm-hmm. news doesn't. So so it's easier to find bad stories. So that's the challenge. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But the other I, I just realized something as I said that I, you know, I'm looking for these stories, realizing because I have a separate folder that I put them in mm-hmm. and I just go to the Friday fold, the feel good Friday folder. I go to that every Thursday night. So knowing that I need one every day, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe if I start to find it, maybe I'll be able to find It'll it because be I'm looking find. better. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm open to that. A, a feel good story every day. If I can find them, I'll be glad to. Mm-hmm. So. Justin said, Pete, local food reviews. I'd love to see it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Going to different places, doing a review. Yeah. So we have talked about that. We have. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. So. Let's see. There was one. There was one comment I wanted to get to. It was about the childhood food. Yeah. Uh, Peter Guy said shepherd's pie. Which I, I love. He hates. I hate. He I hates. hates shepherd's pie. Why do you hate? Sh- it, I, do you like hamburger? Yes. You like burgers. Do you like corn? Um, yes, you do. It's the only vegetable you like. Excuse me, And sir. do you like mashed potatoes? Can you not talk for me real quick? I've said on the show before, hamburger is overrated. Have you not? Do you not remember yes, that? Yes, you have said that. I said hamburger is good in select things, ha- like cheeseburgers mm-hmm. and meatballs. Not much else. And that's about it. If yeah. you eat American chop suey and there's left, there's, if there's leftover American chop suey. Yeah, it's true. When you finish, like when you're ready to throw it out, all that's left is a bowl full of hamburger. hamburger. Not yeah. that you don't eat it while you're eating the leftovers, mm-hmm. but you don't eat all of it because no. it's, hamburger's kind of bland. It's kind of, eh. I love mashed potatoes. I love corn. Hamburger's okay. Together, it just doesn't, mm-hmm. it just doesn't hit me, you know? But uh, that's, that's my that view on it. Good comment, Peter. Yes. Yeah. Pete loves, Pete and Trish live by shepherd's pie. If they could have shepherd's pie every night, they would. Not true. That is very true. Not true. They love shepherd's pie. Not true. Yeah. All right. That'll about do it for uh, today as we come up on 9 o'clock. I missed a bunch of chats, so I'm very sorry, but we got carried away on many things. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll try to go back and maybe answer them. Yes. In, in some way. All right. Hope you have a great weekend. I don't know what uh, you might have in store for you, but I hope you have a good weekend. We shall see you on Monday morning. And uh, what is the weather for this weekend? The weather, the heat is supposed to snap on Sunday. I think the heat wave is supposed to snap yeah, on Sunday. because you said it was three days long. This one, I think, is actually being four. 
Okay, so you lied to me yesterday. No, the definition of a heat wave is at least, I should have said at least, at least three. Like, if you only have temperatures in the 90s for two days, not a heat wave. Listen, I get my information from what you say in that chair every day, and I take it to heart. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. And to find out that you lied. <laughs> I did not lie. I'm rolling my eyes behind I the left camera. out the word at least. Because you must have at least three days. You know, leaving stuff out is still a lie sometimes. Okay. okay. All um, right. I don't know if we're going to have a beach day today. Because I, I was talking it is to... really hot. Yeah, I was talking yeah. to Cat. She said it's hot. It all depends, I think, on the sea breeze. If there's no yeah. onshore wind, the, the relief of the beach is not there. It's pretty dead at the beach down the street. Normally yeah. it's bumping if the weather is good. Yeah. It is pretty dead. So I think everyone kind of has the, the same idea. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Uh, we leave you with our thought for the day, which today is small improvements every day lead to big improvements over time. All right. All right. I like it. One last thing. Peter Guy said, if you had mine, you would eat every bite. So I challenge you, make us a shepherd's pie. I will give it my honest review. <laughs> and uh, I'm down. Let me know. All right. Let's do it. A local food review. Yes. All right. Go on. Make it a great day. Have a good weekend. Peace.